Hey everybody, Pastor Chris Cleveland here, and you're tuned in to the Chew On This podcast, episode number nine. I'm glad to have you along for the journey. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you're having a great week. And I hope today that something we talk about will be helpful to you and helpful to your journey with Jesus. It will help you trust and follow Jesus and seek Him more. By the way, I'd love to pray for you. Uh, if you haven't already, shoot me your prayer request. Uh, you can send me an email, Chris at eldoradoag.com. Of course, if you have any comments or questions or other reflections related to the episodes on Chew on This, you're welcome to send those as well. But I'd be especially honored to pray for you throughout this week and beyond. Shoot me an email, Chris at eldoradoag.com. I hope you're doing well. Let's take some time today to chew on this. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Can I get you anything to eat or drink? When I was a kid, people would often come to our house to visit. And it could be somebody from our local church. It could be a family member that's come from out of town. But people would often visit. And my mom was very uh, good at hospitality. And so some of the first things that she would ask them was, Hey, can I get you something to eat? Can I get you something to drink? Are you thirsty? Are you hungry? Can I get you anything? Just good hospitality, which in in the southern part of the United States where I grew up, South Georgia, uh, it's a pretty common thing, and I think it's common in a lot of other places as well. It's just a good way to, to welcome people in, to truly make them feel welcome, to be very hospitable to them. Now, they didn't always ask for anything to eat. They didn't always tell her something they wanted to drink. Sometimes she would offer, but they wouldn't take her up on that, and that was okay, but at least she had made the offer. I think, thought about this as we were preparing for this episode, and I thought about how God offers us some incredible, incredible things through Jesus Christ, through relationship with Him. God offers us the opportunity to grow spiritually. But are we taking Him up on the offer? Are we hungry and are we thirsty for the right things? The Bible makes it clear that if we hunger and thirst for the right things, for the right one in reality, that if we hunger and thirst for the right one, we will be filled. God will meet with us. Uh, the Bible even goes far enough to say, draw near to God and God will draw near to us. Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, part of the Beatitudes and the Sermon on the Mount from Jesus. Jesus would say, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be or they shall be filled. Now the premise of this verse is a, can be summarized in a short statement that others have made prior to even me, and that is, I want to keep growing. This whole idea of wanting more of Jesus, hungering and thirsting after Him, wanting more of Him, wanting to grow deeper, wanting to look more like Him and to sound more like Him and to be more like Jesus. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Well, we know that righteousness comes only from Jesus. It's only found in Jesus. He credited to us righteousness that we didn't deserve, that we didn't earn, and certainly even on our best day, we fell short of God's glorious standard. But when we believed in Jesus and His finished work, the righteousness of Christ, the perfection of Christ was credited to us. And now I want more of Jesus. The more I see Him, the more I know Him, the more I know Him, the more I want to be like Him. And honestly, the more I realize I'm not as much like Him as I want to be. I want to do what is right. I want to please Jesus. I long for the justice of God, the perfection that comes later down the road in the new heavens and new earth when He recreates the way things were intended to be from the start. 
But ultimately, I want to focus on today the reality that God offers us the opportunity to grow. The question is, are we hungry? Are we thirsty? Are we growing in Christ? Growth doesn't just happen. God gives us the opportunity to grow. Everything we need is in Christ. We have the avenue of prayer. We have the avenue and the opportunity to read God's Word and to hear His voice to our lives. We have the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Everything we need is there. But growth still doesn't just happen. God gives us the opportunity, but that doesn't mean we grow. I think about uh, recently, there was an NFL player who, he was an offensive tackle, and he was drafted in 2021, I believe, or excuse me, 2020. I believe he was drafted in 2020. And he was drafted really high in the in the draft, in the NFL draft. Uh, he was considered to be a very strong offensive tackle. And he was drafted really high for that reason. He come out of a strong school known for developing offensive linemen. Well, ever since he's been drafted, the team has had issues with him. He had an opportunity. Think about this. High draft pick means high money, high pay. Uh, he, he was going to have a massive contract that would probably not only take care of him but also his family. He was going to get an opportunity to play in the NFL. And while there are a lot of teams and a lot of players in the NFL, when you consider all the people who play junior high and senior high football, the, the number that actually make it to the NFL is actually relatively small. It's really a small fraction of people that actually get there and get to play in the pro league. So here he had an opportunity for a massive contract. Here he had an opportunity to play in the NFL, probably to set his family up for life. But the team continued to have a lot of trouble with him off the field. He had a lot of issues. He got in a lot of trouble. He was accused of a lot of different things. So the team then traded him. They were kind of done with he has this opportunity, but he's not taking advantage of it. Well, it didn't take long with his new team for him to continue to have issues. And so he still didn't didn't make it. He still didn't uh, take advantage of the opportunity that he had. He had the opportunity to grow. He had the opportunity to play in the NFL. He had the opportunity for massive contract. He had all of these great things basically laid out for him because he was such a good player, and he didn't take advantage of it. If we're not growing spiritually, it's on us. God hasn't moved. God hasn't changed. If we're not growing spiritually, it's on us. But I will tell you, growth doesn't just happen. Spiritual growth doesn't just happen. Let me give you three thoughts to chew on today. Number one, growth requires desire. Desire. What is the goal? What do you want to happen? And ultimately, if you're a believer, if you're a Christian, a true follower of Jesus Christ, you want to continue to be more like Jesus. The Spirit that lives in us is encouraging us to become more like Jesus. He's transforming us to be more like Jesus. What do you crave? What do you desire? I find that cravings often come from what we've already known or what we've already experienced. Let me give you an example. I'm the type of guy that when I go to a restaurant and I find something I like to eat, I usually stick with it. Now, that doesn't mean I don't ever try anything new, but I'll tell you that a lot of times once I find something I like, I stick with it. Uh, there's this one place I go to eat, and they have these incredible 
street tacos that are like shredded pork and pineapple and chopped onion, and you have this great sauce in there to dip them in. Oh, they're incredible. And I, when I go, I get them again. Why? Because I've already had them. I know how good they are. And as believers, we crave more of Jesus because we know how good He is. We've tasted and seen, as the Bible talks about, that the Lord is good. We know that He's faithful. We know that His promises are yes and amen. We know that Jesus loves us and walks with us and helps us. So the more we've walked with Him, the more we crave of Him. If we don't desire Him, we need to step back and ask, why don't we have a desire for Jesus? What's in the way? Have we not been spending time with Jesus? Because I'm convinced the more you spend time with Jesus, the more you want to spend time with Jesus, the more you read His Word, the more you want to read His Word, the more you spend time in prayer and in worship, the more you want to spend time in prayer and in worship. So if we're not craving that, we may need to step back in our lives and say, what's in the way? What's hindering our relationship with God? What are we doing that is not spending time with God that may be getting in the way? Our desire is also propelled by our recognition of reality. We still have room to grow. Look, it doesn't take long in reading the Scriptures to realize that there are moments I mess up. There are moments that I sin. There are moments that I'm not living up to God's glorious standard. The Bible actually says we have all sinned. We all sinned and fall short, present tense, fall short of the glory of God. And so we know that we're not perfect. So part of this desire to grow comes from the reality that we still have room to grow. We're not perfect. We don't always get it right. We need to continue to become more like Jesus. So growth requires desire. Number two, I would suggest to you that growth requires discipline. Oh man, I'm not sure we're a big fan of this word, but it's true. And it has to be more than just a word. It has to be a lifestyle. It has to be... Uh, a life of habits of seeking the Lord. Think about physical training. Uh, We have to have discipline in order to eat right. Or (laughs) we'll grow all right, but we'll grow the wrong direction. I got to tell you, uh, there are certain days of the week for me, just based on my schedule, that it is easier for me to just jump in through a drive through line and pick up something. But I think you'll agree with me Those things that are most convenient in the drive-thru line are often the things that are most unhealthy for me. I have to be disciplined to eat right. I have to be disciplined when those cravings come up for the wrong things not to go eat them. I love a good blizzard. I like good ice cream. Every so often I get this craving for certain types of desserts. Uh, I enjoy certain foods that are maybe not sweets, but they're still not the most healthy options. It takes discipline to eat right. It takes discipline to exercise, especially if you're having to get up early in the morning before you go to work to get it done before everybody else is out of bed. It takes discipline to exercise. Physical training requires discipline. I would suggest to you that spiritual training and spiritual growth also require discipline. Uh, Someone once said, good relationships require effort. You can think about the context of even marriage. Marriage requires effort on both spouses' part. Someone used to say that marriage was both have to give 50-50, but it's not that way. Both have to give 100%. For a good marriage to be indeed good and for it to last, both partners have to commit to continuing to grow, and I believe to continue to grow in God and to continue to grow grow with each other in their relationship. 
Same is true with relationship with God. We have to be disciplined to grow. It require, Growth requires desire, and growth requires discipline. If we're going to grow with God, we have to spend time with God. We've got to have a relationship with Him. There's a reason why we call Bible reading, prayer, worship, and time with God spiritual disciplines. And maybe you recognize the word disciplines looks a lot like the word disciples, A disciple is someone who follows Jesus, and if we're going to be disciples, people who follow Jesus, we need to be disciplined in our relationship with God. We need to have daily, ongoing habits of walking with Jesus. Growth doesn't just happen. The goal, our desire, is to grow. The discipline, the plan, is the spiritual disciplines, are the spiritual disciplines of Bible reading, prayer, worship, time with God, walking with Jesus in ongoing relationship. Number three, growth requires devotion. So growth requires desire, growth requires discipline, and growth requires devotion. You can use the word faithfulness, you can use the word devotion, you can use the word commitment. But ultimately, all three of those words are similar in meaning, and you can define them this way. Long obedience in the same direction. So the whole idea with devotion is I'm going to continue to do the disciplined things because I have a desire to grow. I'm going to continue to do these things. I'm going to continue to walk with Jesus. Just because I walked with Him yesterday doesn't mean I don't need Him today. I'm going to keep walking with Him every day of my life. We continue in our habits. We continue in our discipline. Think about, again, that idea of physical training and how it relates to long-term health. What are we going to look like months from now? Uh, How healthy are we going to be years from now? Are are we going to be healthy? Uh, Are we going to be fit? Are we going to be not just, I don't mean just physical appearance, but are we going to be healthy because we've done these things? The answer for the future depends on how we live now. And that's true spiritually. Spiritual growth is about what you look like and what you will look like on the inside, which of course will yield fruit on the outside. Your maturity in the future is directly proportional to your devotion in the present. So if we have a desire to grow, and we live disciplined lives to grow, and we are devoted to those disciplined habits, we will grow, and our future will be directly affected by our growth in the present. Our transformation is directly connected to our hunger and our thirst. If we desire Jesus and we walk with Him and keep walking with Him, we will grow. The Spirit will continue to transform us. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. God gives us the opportunity to grow. The question is, are we taking advantage of the opportunity? So let's pause for a moment to chew on this. Do you have a desire for Jesus? Do you love Him and desire Him above everything else? Or are you okay with going days and weeks without spending any time with Him? Are you disciplined in your walk with God? Are you engaged in a Bible reading plan? Maybe even reading the Bible with someone else. Are you praying? Are you spending time in worship? Do you have an ongoing relationship with God, more than just going to a local church on a Sunday or Wednesday or any other time, 
Do you have an ongoing relationship with God on a personal level? And are you devoted to those things? I know that I believe many of you, you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't want to grow. So are you are you spending that time with God and are you continually spending that time with God? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. God always responds to those who seek Him and those who walk with Him. Do you desire to grow? Are you disciplined in your walk? Are you devoted to continue in your walk with God? Why don't you take some time and be honest in your assessment? And in fact, I would encourage you to ask the Spirit to search your heart and your life, your priorities, how you spend your time, and and ask, are you growing? Are you intentionally growing? Are you walking closely with the Lord in relationship with Him? I hope that you'll reach out this week and connect with me if you have questions or reflections or even prayer requests. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email at pastorchris at eldoradoag.com. And of course, don't miss the next episode of the Chew on This podcast. I hope you'll take some time today to chew on this, and I hope you make it a great day.